They're loading into the barriers. Moods, Mytho, Rog, and the Rain Man. And they're underway for Moody on the Mic. Welcome back to another edition of Moody on the Mic. I'm Roger Aldridge. Joining me, fresh from sale races, looking dapper. More dapper than he was when he was wearing the Shepherd's outfit the other week. Oh, perhaps less dapper. Uh, Peter Moody, how are you, mate? Evening, boys. Great to be back. Uh... Big weekends racing just gone. The Stradbroke Time Honored Stradbroke Handicap and the JJ Atkins. Uh, the Queenslanders ruled the roost up there. Uh, had to put my old maroon jersey on and give the boys a cheer, so it was good to see. But good racing Australia-wide uh, over the weekend, and uh, more importantly, racing continues. Well, I think just more importantly... Really uh... No, 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 Rog, 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 sorry. I've got a real concern with what's going on here. Uh, we all know that Moody on the mic is basically just a piss take that people really enjoy. And we've got Peter Moody sitting there in a business shirt at his desk, doing his worksheets, talking boring common sense and analytical stuff about last weekend's races. He's, he's trimmed up. He's looking sharp. He's got the glasses on. I don't know where this podcast is going to, to be perfectly honest, Rog. I think we've got some issues that we need to address off air. Well, it seems that Moods has actually got the technology side of things worked out this week because as we saw a social media phenomenon last week uh, when we decided we'd stitch him up and, uh, and just show his issues there in, in all their glory uh, for the world to see. But Moods, you look like you're all on top of things. And yeah, I'm, frankly, I think it's the first sign of the apocalypse. Well, fancy uh, a couple of dickheads like you and Mytho trying to belittle me. I'm Like, Tom stayed silent on the subject there because he's a man of some intelligence, but uh, you two dropkicks, uh, like, fair <laughs> dinkum, um, fuck me. You know, this, this is the shit I've got to put up with, and, and Ladbrokes couldn't pay me enough money to have to put up with you two. And, uh, but you yeah, know, listen, too. We, we, we're just, you know, sometimes we have to have a professional approach to this professional show like we can't be dragging moody in the mic a show named after myself through the gutter week in week out we can have a bit of fun we can have shits and giggles but every now and again we've got to be a little bit serious uh you know a bit like racing victoria and their decisions in uh uh you're not wanting to change the programming of victorian racing you know why because that's the way they've always done it before we get into that, let's welcome in the fourth member of the team, uh, Tom Hackett, who has been sitting up there uh, quiet as a mouse, just up in the top corner of the Zoom conversation. Uh, Tom, welcome looking, to you. Uh, looking a bit Thank you to be perfectly honest. <laughs> and, I'm still looking for like my, my different ISO looks. I'm still trying to find out what works for me. But, uh, look, it looks like a ferret. Looks like a ferret sneaking through a straw broom, too. I'm back to the office just to sort myself out. I'm not sure you'll be allowed near a playground or anything like that um, with that current look going on. Uh, I'd be steering clear. Although no one's allowed near a playground at the moment anyway. But, uh, yeah. I'm really concerned there's dead, there's dead bodies behind that door that has been in the picture for the last month with Rain Man sitting there. You know, what, what is behind that door, Rain Man? Who have you we'll, never, we'll never know. Well, just here in my office... With my racing merch. And I, I, I want to go back to the initial statements. I want to echo what Mood said. And let's give a G out for the Queenslanders, who are uh, good to see us dominate Strobro Handicap Day for what felt like the first time in uh, pretty much my entire lifetime. So good to see us get the Group 1s uh, on Saturday. Queensland? Doesn't get, get any more Queensland than this. Doesn't get any more Queensland than this, boys. 
Moose, he's got his 4X long neck there, although a long neck looks like a grenade in his hand normally, so I'm worried that that might actually be like a Darwin stubby. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, look, obviously, the toast, toast of Queensland is tie zone and the trainer of tie zone. Oh, and Robbie Heathcote, of course, was on the show last week. Oh, oh, oh. And then came out and won. And then uh, Toby Edmonds is going to join us uh, very shortly and talk about uh, his maiden group one win. But, yeah, what a weekend. Massive, massive weekend. And, uh, you know, there's only two states to be in, Queensland and Pist. And uh, they won both the group ones there on the weekend. Uh, the way the Queensland Rugby League sides are going, it might be... Yeah, what about the Broncos? I was, I, I'm the, glad you said it because I was about to hook right into you there, Moots. Might be the only time we get to cheer this year because unless they pull their finger out, New South Wales are going to give us a nice touch-up in the bloody uh, state of origin this year. But uh, good to see AFL have finally got their finger out of their blurner and we're having a crack this week. I think, uh, is the aerial ping-pong on this weekend, Anthony? Uh, Although you probably don't have such an attachment these days. Like, Richmond haven't looked back since they pissed you off the board at the the (laughs) Richmond Football Club. Um, So you probably don't even follow it these days, do you? Yeah, only a, you know, a couple of premierships later and, um, yeah, life's pretty good at the Tigers since uh, they shunted me off the board. But, um, it's, uh, yeah, kicks, Replaced kicks by a woman th- too, I think. Thursday night. He's at, done a fantastic uh, job too. MCG, looking forward to the Tigers and Collingwood and then the, 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 the Hawks have to travel down the highway to face the Cats in my neck of the woods down at Sleepy Hollow. So that'll liven things up down this You don't try to sneak in with though to uh, Geelong? It's a, you don't get to see the Hawks in Geelong very often. Was thinking about the cherry picker over the top of Moorable Street because uh, apparently that's all fair in, in love and war. So if uh, you know, Labrokes want to sponsor me up the uh, cherry picker, more than happy to get up there and have a bit of a look at the Cats and Hawthorne on, on Friday night. You're not going to go back to your days of calling for K-Rock and that probably would have got you in the ground, I'd imagine. But since they've, they've pissed you off as well and that's why yeah. we've got to put up with you on Moody on the mic, K-Rock have pissed yeah. you off. I'll even let you call the football. I am just scaling back at a rate of night, aren't I, Moots? Some, yeah. some of us will be there, guys. Don't worry about that. Uh, just uh, on the issue before when we were talking about perhaps, you know, Tom's been engaging in some form of cruelty behind that door. I just want to see if I can share the screen uh, with you guys now, um, and are we are we thinking that perhaps uh, this is an issue of cruelty that um, perhaps um, should be taken? Uh, <laughs> oh, yes, see, Twitter. Uh, Big Ted has arrived at Pakenham. He is my trainer's town now. I'm all for you being a man of the people, moves, but uh, that does seem a bit cruel to be jumping on the back of a horse. It's not a Clydesdale, is it? Uh, it's, he's a Percheron, actually, uh, Roger, and uh, you being a non-horse person wouldn't have a clue what that is. He is big enough to hold a bull out the piss, Big Ted. Uh, he's got a head on him three foot long. We had to get a, a bridle for him that uh, we, we didn't have. We had to get bigger rugs for him, and he is made for me. Uh, I've got to say, a bit like yourself and Mitho, he's still a bit immature and will take a bit of time to grasp what his actual job is. but. Uh, He's, uh, he's an absolute uh, gem, Big Ted, and uh, he's going to be a part of the furniture here. He, he, he's going to probably go and do a little bit more re-educational work, um, but uh, he's going to be a part of the furniture at Moody Racing Pakenham for many years to come, I believe. And, yes, he is big enough to carry me, and probably the four of us, actually, and a carton of 4X Big Bottles as well. And re-education <laughs> work obviously still needed for you to get that phone situation sorted. Moving on, we do have... Uh, obviously, the Spring Carnival dates have been locked in. An announcement today that Werribee will be a, a quarantine facility, as has in the past, but it'll be for those 
who are continuing on with local trainers after the spring. So perhaps, although we know, we know from a trainer's perspective, you'll be able to map out uh, a program moods, but um, perhaps the features won't be as strong as, as we've seen in the past if we can't allow the internationals who are going to return home to come in and race this spring. Oh, listen, I think there'll be plenty of international participation, but they'll just have to be managed and handled by local trainers now. So whether, uh, you know, you've seen the last probably 10 years, probably more than 50% of the horses that come out here are actually Australian-owned. So I think you'll see those Australian connections send them out here to local trainers. And then if they choose to send them back to international trainers, post that, that's their business. I can't see them letting people in uh, willy-nilly, uh, let alone trainers and jockeys and stable hands for a spring carnival. So I don't think it'll be a biggie. I think it'll still be a bloody strong spring carnival. And I just wish I had a few more bullets to throw at them and be a part of it myself. I think one of the uh, the big winners of that decision could be James Cummings because Godolphin has obviously in recent years uh, had really strong hands with Charlie Appleby. But if they've got to send, they'll probably send those similar sort of horses that they have in the past over for James to look after. So uh, Godolphin and James Cummings could have uh, plenty of bullets to fire during the spring carnival as well. But Moods is right. A lot of those horses, like a lot of the horses that end up with Chris Waller, they come over for the Cups and have another an order preparation with Chris Wilder as well. And there's a, a lot of stays who ran the Melbourne Cup last year that uh, are still here and that they've just come in uh, a year later as well. So I don't, I think it does take a, a little bit of the quality out of the races, but I still think they're going to be uh, elite group one races like they always are. For sure. And, we yeah, better... and there's, and there's organisations like Australian Bloodstock and OTI that um, they scour the world trying to look for these horses and they'll be, they'll be really active and, and, and play to those protocols pretty, pretty happily and uh, it, it probably suits their business model. So Moods is right, they're, they're mostly Australian owned by the time they, they set, set hoof on, on Australian soil. So um, may the games begin and uh, now with European racing up and going, there will be plenty of... Um, scouring eyes uh, wondering if they can do a deal on a nice horse to to bring out here in a year that maybe it maybe it is a little more winnable and not only international racing back up and running tasmanian racing is about to get back up and running too which is great for racing down there on the apple isle they've been heavily impacted by the COVID 19 crisis and we better get a plug in for those who do pay the bills on this show lad brokes because they have thrown their support in a pretty significant way uh toward tasmanian racing rather than being a sponsor who pulled out tommy they've doubled down Absolutely, Roger. Obviously, with Ladbrokes, we really are committed to that partnership with uh, with Tasmanian Racing, and it has been uh, a really enjoyable one to date as well. We've had some uh, really all, all the cups this year have been packed full of quality and just outstanding race days, and uh, it has been a really tough time for those connections in Tasmania with no races whatsoever. A lot of the horse trainers, some of them have lost their better horses to uh, trainers in Victoria as well. So it's a hundred fifty thousand dollars commitment to Ladbrokes. Uh, that'll go to straight into the pockets of participants across all three codes of racing to help uh, sort of get everything, get the industry uh, and Taz Racing back on its feet as quickly as possible. And uh, looking at the cards on uh, Sunday uh, at Launceston, it's a really strong card with uh, plenty of uh, nominations and acceptances as well. So really looking forward to racing being back in Tassie this weekend. Make your mark this AFL season with a Ladbrokes early payout. Place a bet on the head-to-head market, and if your team leads by six points or more at half-time, you win. That's an early payout when you place a bet on the head-to-head market and your team leads by six points or more at half-time. Available on all games this round. Ladbrokes. Back yourself.
First $200 stake T's and C's apply. See labbrokes.com.au for details. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to Moody on the Michael. Fresh from his victory in the Stradbroke on the weekend. His first Group 1 success. Toby Edmonds joins us now. Toby, congratulations. You must be absolutely pumped still four days later. Thanks for that. Yeah, no, great effort and um, really, really excited on Saturday and, uh, you know, a long time coming, but well worth the wait. Must be great to get one over those bastards like Moods who just continue to win and sort of, well, you know, we'd win them for fun back in the day. So, uh, nice one for the battlers, as we like to say on here. Yeah, he just told me I was a late bloomer, so that's okay. We're, I think I think he's a bit older than me, so um, I had to wait quite a bit longer than he did. I think that's lie number one there from Toby, suggesting that I'm a bit older than him. Uh, I've known him a terrible long time. We're, we're uh, I think we're very much similar in the age bracket, and I actually think he's got the wood on me there. But congratulations, Toby. What probably made it extra special for you, as much as you would have loved to won one at any time in the last 30 years, is to be able to do it with your son, Trent. Uh, he's become a big part of the operation, and the last 12 months you've uh, been in a training partnership. That must have made it extra special to make it a family affair. No, no, it was good. It was real good. Um, you know, he's worked hard for a long time, and uh, you know, his first season of training, and he's, he's a Group 1 winning trainer, so... Unlike me, it took me ages. It's taken him one year, so it's good. Toby, I saw after the uh, barrier draw uh, last week on the Tuesday night, Trent wasn't particularly happy with the barrier for Ty Zone. He went home. I saw on Twitter he went home and watched some wrestling, uh, which obviously proved to be uh, good luck come Saturday. So I'm curious, to, if he was watching wrestling, what did you do after the uh, the minor disappointment of the barrier draw? Oh, I'm used to him, so it didn't worry me too much, you know. Um, <laughs> We drew 21 in the Magic Mans. We drew 16 in the Slipper with Hootson. So we didn't, um, I didn't take too much into it. You know, 1,400 metre start at Eagle Farm is, is a good start. So, you know, the horse race is back in the field anyway. So you just needed a bit of luck, you know. I saw on Twitter not long afterwards that you were, or one of you was spruiking it as a good, good chance at a $17 price. And I was just feeling I didn't get on. So, yeah, we thought, we thought, well, you know, the horse had a good preparation. He's fourth run in, into that race on Saturday and he, you know, that victory stakes run was super and that the jockey got off and was very confident with the, you know, with the weight he was going to carry, 52 and a half, you know, um, and the jockey was going to be strong as well, which was which was important. You know, most of the jockeys that rode in that race on Saturday were all wasting really hard and they were going to be um, struggling to make the weight and quite weak. So Robbie was going to be strong. So he was very, very confident as we were. Toby, and tell Tom, us about tell us about the horse. Uh, he's a he's a tough bugger. Ran second last year. Uh, how'd you mm. get him? Uh, what's his what's his history? What's his quirks? And um, uh, he's top of the pops now for uh, the Edmonds team, I, I guess. Yeah, look, he um, come to us from North Queensland. A uh, trainer up there called Roy Chalemi uh, sent him down to us um, two seasons ago now, and um, Probably in the back of Jeff Lloyd riding for us. They were quite keen to get a decent rider on him. They, they campaigned him in Brisbane in, without any luck on, on some heavy tracks with a jockey from North that they'd brought down. So, look, we were fortunate enough to get him and um, he's been able to, to progress since then, you know. Now, um, we had Rob Heathcote on the show last week before um, his group won success on the weekend and he'd actually been celebrating during the day before coming on the show. Uh, no particular reason, just around the golf. Uh, how did you celebrate on Saturday night? And uh, did you go harder than the young bloke or did he have you covered in that respect? 
No, they, they went and did their own thing. It was pretty quiet night because we couldn't couldn't organise anything, really. Um, we're going to do that in a couple of weeks' time once we can all get out and um, get a group together, basically. So um, we'll organise that for then. It was a quiet night, really. I had to go to Ipswich the next day. So I reckon I was in bed by 9.15. It's a long day, actually. Yeah, I've been in bed by 9.15 after a Stradbroke as well, but for entirely different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're talking about the Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, well, well, well uh, I'm, I'm sure you'll get plenty of good fishing trips to North Queensland off the back of him, Toby. So uh, it was a great effort and, and, and a big day for Queensland racing full stop to the two big uh, features uh, to stay in the home states. Probably, I think uh, I read during the week, it's been a hell of a long time since that's happened. So uh, mm. that was great, great for Queensland racing. Like everywhere, you've, we've been doing it a bit tough, prize money cuts and everything. So to get that, uh, your hands on a good size check, that was uh, a bloody good effort. Yeah. Yeah, Moods, it was great. Um, like, a, you know, congratulations to Rob Heathcote. That horse is very, very impressive. And, um, and on the back of our guy, two two wins from different parts of the state. To be truthful, you know, like um, I believe Tom Headley had had his had a group of people up at his pub up at um, up in Cairns there, and and you know they were extremely excited. We took a video call of of them after the race with the horse, and uh, you know they were cheering and carrying on. So look, it was it was great for Queensland, great for everyone involved. I mean, look ahead to uh, this Saturday's racing. You've got another very, very strong hand at Eagle Farm. We'll start off in the Roses. Uh, Vanna Girl's absolutely flying this preparation. Sort of keeps raising the bar each time it's seen at the races. Uh, $2.30 favour with Ladbrokes. Uh, you'd have to be fairly confident can continue with winning ways. Yeah, look, she's a really good, really good filly. Um, and got a fair bit of scope too. So, look, you know, she's most importantly, she's won at the distance at Eagle Farm and, and, um, Tough track now. Now they've it's a different it's a different surface now. It's a tough track. At least she's been there and done it there, and uh, we're quite confident. She's drawn a bit sticky out in thirteen, but Brad's still riding nicely. Seems to find the right lane most times. So um, you know, and he had a good he rode a beautifully the other day to win. So I expect I'd expect the same sort of ride. Uh, and the Dane Ripper as well. You've got Winter Bride on the uh, the quick backup from the Stradbroke. Probably wasn't beaten that far in the Stradbroke, just over two lengths there. And he's been racing mm. well without really winning this prep. But at, at, at $12 in the Dane Ripper, I'd probably go pretty close in what's a, a fairly open edition of the race. Yeah, I don't think she'll start $12 at me, even though she's drawn sticky. Watch her run. She had a, had a couple of excuses in the, in the Stradbroke. Quite confident she should have filled the place at least um, if she didn't get stood on her head sort of about the 150-metre mark. And um, don't normally back her up, but she's going to start anyway. So we thought she's long time retired. So we thought we'd have another throw at the stumps in a group two. So give her that chance. And, um, you know, the distance was a bit of a concern last time. But um, she showed us she, she, she can run it out this season. So, you know, uh, she's got as good a chance as any in that race. So this will be a last race. Hey? This will definitely be her last race. Yes, that's right. Yes, she'll go back. She'll go back to Sedgno and be, um, get ready to uh, be served by. I'm not sure what, what, but yeah, off to stud. Earlier in the day, in the uh, Del Rello Stakes, you've got a horse that uh, Moods thinks is named after himself, smart and sexy. <laughs> uh, probably one of the better maidens in the country, really. If you look at it, look at her form. She's got a on debut, second behind away game. The Callaway Girl. We're seeing what away game's gone out and done, and then. Uh, Ran in the Magic Millions and didn't have a great deal of luck there. But you think uh, it's probably not the strongest addition of the Dalrella. This is her chance to get that maiden win on the board and in a black type race to boot. Yeah, exactly. You know, she's um, 
she's one of the Archer Park uh, horses. We train for those guys. I think um, Merge is involved in a couple of those as well. So um, maybe he did have some input into the name. Where is he? Is he still there? Is he gone? No, I'm still are here you, with you, Tobe. I'm still here. Are you, are you smart and sexy or not? Uh, listen, you could probably categorise me in either category, but putting the two together might uh, go over the top. Uh, <laughs> I'm like no, no, over the top. Back to her. She's... <laughs> Definitely. No, she's a good filly, and uh, well, you know, uh, trying to win a stakes race is at two. Um, Pretty important, so hopefully they can uh, get some back type for her on Saturday. She's really good over at Durman the other day uh, from a bad barrier. I think she's drawn a bit better this week, so um, you know she'll posse up midfield somewhere and finish strong. You know she um, she's trained on nicely, and we expect a really good run from her. Mate, uh, you're playing at home on Friday. Uh, it's become a bit of a uh, the norm. The Friday meetings at Aquas Park at the Gold Coast uh, mm -hmm. recent times, and you've got quite a few runners there and. Uh, few in Brisbane over the weekend. You you topped it with a Group 1 last weekend. Can you leave the, the, the poor old battling Ladbrokes punters with your best out of the Edmonds Edmonds stable for the weekend? Yeah, can you, Toby? Because Moods has been bloody useless lately. Has he, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I seen a, he didn't take long to get off the mark the other day. I sent him one whizzing home somewhere at Geelong, I think it was. Don't mention that. That was all right. Look, <laughs> uh, no, look... Uh, I think even though she's in a, in a tough race, Banner Girl's our best for the weekend, I'd suggest followed closely by Smart and Sexy. There you go. You've got a horse in race two, the Pines, which is also favoured in the Ladbrokes market at the moment. Now, Black Rice spent a bit of time as a young fella, the Pines, or North Frankston, as it's known. You could just about buy a house down there for $3.70, which is its current price in the Ladbrokes market. Uh, what sort of chance is it? <laughs> yeah, she's drawn a bit sticky as well. Um, Race is good at the Sunshine Coast. If she, if she runs if she runs well this week, she'll head, head up the Sunshine Coast in a couple of weeks. Just look out for her there. I think she may just need to run at Eagle Farm this time. No. Well, there you go, punters. Just mark that in the black book moving forward. Uh, just finally, before we let you go, I know you're a mechanic before you were a horse trainer. That's what right. The greatest thrill, rebuilding an engine or winning Group 1? <laughs> group 1, easily. Yeah, I would have thought that. So you can get someone else to rebuild you an engine. Yeah, for sure. Beautiful stuff. Well, thanks very much for coming on, Moody on the Mic. We appreciate it. All the congratulations again on the weekend's victory. Uh, hopefully it's the first of many Group 1s and all the best for another big day at Eagle Farm on Saturday. Thanks very much. Well done, well done Toby. Get more from your Same Race Multi with Ladbrokes. For the first time, Ladbrokes Same Race Multi allows you to combine picks from the same thoroughbred harness or greyhound race to get even greater odds. Same Race Multi allows you to choose the finishing positions of multiple runners to finish anywhere in the top four. Ladbrokes. Back yourself. T's and C's apply. See ladbrokes.com.au for details. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Best bets time. What you've waited all show for. We're going to kick it off with the resident rain man who's in pretty good form at the moment. Unfortunately, he knows it. Yeah, uh, Aquitaine got the job done last week. Rog, on a little bit of a roll with the, uh, with the best bets here. Hopefully we can continue that. We're racing in Melbourne at my favourite track in the world on Saturday. We're back oh. at the Valley. Race seven, number four, shot of Irish. Horse that's absolutely flying this campaign. I think it's perfectly suited to the Valley. Uh, it's not a huge amount of speed in this race. Michael Walker will roll forward in the early stages. I think he'll take a pretty good horse to run it down. So that's shot of Irish, race seven at the Valley on Saturday. Anthony? 
Yeah, I'm going to uh, go for the Rosemont Ruffy, and um, when you when you get when you draw the outside barrier, you just get better odds. So uh, Knowles race six, named after Beyonce Knowles, race six number seven Knowles. Uh, ben Thompson's got a bit of a job from seventeen, to be fair, but um, she's had a freshen. We've worked her out. She needs to run off a fresh and a break. Um, and she gets that opportunity on Saturday if they choose to go around from the wide barrier. So Knowles is my best each way. About what, what are we talking there, Rayman? 15, 16 bucks? $15 to win, $4.50 to place. And, yeah. and also, if she can pick me up a couple of beers at the Legends Bar on the way around, uh, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> uh, my best, now, Tom, I know my best is your second best, and your best is actually, it was my second best. I, I weighed up between Shot of Irish and also Miss Catherine, but Miss Catherine returns uh, on Saturday, having won two from two, uh, both at the Valley. Uh, she looks a star for Henry Dwyer. My wife's name is Catherine. It's why I backed her in the first couple of starts, but she certainly looks a winner. Uh, I feel I'm onto a winner with, uh, with my Catherine as well, but uh, I might even just take the dog. Oh, my God. Miss Catherine into Shot of Irish. Turn it up. Turn it up. You're getting too sooky and too soppy now. Um, Mooney Valley, graveyard, graveyard, graveyard for the punters. But uh, I think there's a nice horse. Uh, Tony and Calvin McAvoy brought one over from South Australia called Dixon Street, race six, horse three. He's building a picket fence, son of Spirit of Boom for the Strawberry Hill stud team, ridden by D. Oliver, drawn nicely in six. I think he can bring that South Australian form across the border. So he's my best for the weekend. And I'm going to throw in a little Moody's Monty. It Monty's. is a Philly, Peter, just by the way. It's Philly, Philly, sorry. I'm going to throw in a little Moody's Monty Rosemont Ruffy combination for you to keep oh. an eye on on Sunday. Really, uh, a horse, a horse that Anthony, Anthony and I and his brother-in-law Nigel and Austin part own. Fields aren't out. It's called Suckatash. Anthony named this filly. Suckatash. So if Suckatash takes a place at Ballarat on Sunday, if I'm happy with the field and the draw, I expect her to go there and run well. So keep an eye out for her. But more importantly, putters, we know the rule. And I noticed James McDonald has been stealing my line up there in Sydney. <laughs> but I don't mind it, James, because you're right, Australia's best critter. Let fast horses run fast. Ladbrokes, back yourself.